The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. It was a dreadful way for the Tullamore players to be told they were getting a penalty and then told it wasn't a penalty. You know, it, it's it's not it's, it's inexcusable, really. Oh. And there's a bit of argy bargy going on out there. So oh, the referee, the referee has ended up on the ground, or is it the lines? But there's one of the match officials that has ended up on the ground. Yeah, as you heard though, uh, there uh, the scenes being described. Uh, were in Offaly yesterday when the referee uh, Barry Tiernan pushed to the ground by a spectator after Tullamore exited uh, the Leinster Club Senior Football Championship against Summer Hill. Uh, with me uh, to talk about this and the fallout from it, Rory Hickey, who is a former Intercounty GA ref, and Ashing Mar, a Dublin Camogie captain as well. You're both very welcome uh, to the show, folks. Um, Rory, I kind of violence and, and kind of scuffles at, at club games uh, becoming a talking point nationally is kind of a, a perennial at this time of year. But it, it's it's relatively rare we see something like this, isn't it? Relatively rare, Kieran, yeah. And, uh, you know, I heard you speaking about your, your dog and trying to train your dog. But, yeah, how, how do you train GA people to stay away from match officials and whatever happens, you know, do, do not interfere with the match official, do not go towards him, or do not, in this case hop the barrier and go out onto the field and push the referee over, you know. I mean, that's, that's inexcusable stuff. And we've seen, like, it might have been something that wasn't too prevalent years ago, but now every game, every game is being taped. Clover provide a super service. And all the county boards really have all their games on TV where you can buy and subscribe and watch your local team. Or in this case, it's a, a Leicester Championship match, club championship match, and watch your team. But, uh, you know, so in this day and age, it shouldn't be really happening, but it still is, Kieran. Yeah, it, it is happening. And, and I mean, nobody can stand over it, can they? Because a point I've often made about these rows that break out at, at uh, club games is that, you know, it's very easy for people kind of to wag the finger and tut-tut and say they're appalled by it. But nobody actually gets up and walks out of a ground when they happen. So I'm not sure really how appalled they are. But I mean, no, but nobody, nobody can stand over this, can they? No, no one can stand over this. And, you know, if you stand back and have a look at this over the last couple of years, and, you know, and you look at the wider picture, coming into the GA now is an Uchtaran tough in Jared Burns. And he's a good man. I had a chat with him when he was actually down here in Clare on his uh, kind of on his process of chatting the county boards and, you know, collecting votes, to be honest with you. But I had a good chat to him about discipline and stuff like that. And I, I really hope to God, and I'd be calling on him here today to try and do something about this. He's got to try and rewrite the disciplinary rules for the GA, rewrite the disciplinary system, get the heads that know about this stuff around the table, get it through Congress, get it done in the three years he's there. And the likes of this and the likes of what we saw yesterday, and it was all over social media, like that guy should receive a lifetime ban. He really, really should. He should be led into no GA grounds ever, ever again. You know, and if you start as you mean to go on, and I really hope that Mr. Burns has a, a right crack at this, if you start as you mean to go on, it's only then it's only then that you begin to eliminate this. Yesterday, myself, now, I was in Croke Park yesterday for the Alliance uh, Rewards Day. My young Flamidi's debut, Kieran, did fantastic for my local GA club. They're all here in Ennis. They were lucky enough to get a run out in Croke Park. And I was looking at all the junior whistlers. There was four pitches in a row. And Razzmatazz was great. Paul Collins was emceeing. And the kids got to run out onto Croke Park. But it was all junior whistlers. When they went in yesterday evening, that was all over their phones. They were able to see that on whatever platform they use. And, you know, you think, do you think that would really encourage them 
to continue refereeing. They're in the process now with Junior Whistan. And we know, and I've spoke to you in this programme before, about the crisis the GA have in club GA refereeing all over the country. I mean, you see this again. And coming into the winter months, I know in Clare we're going to be running the programme again to try and get new referees. Lads and ladies are going to be thinking twice. Do I really want to? Yeah. Do I really want to enter this? Do I really want to have a go at this? But it's from the top down that actually really, really needs to happen. Uh, Ashling Mara mentioned this with us as well. Ashling, hard, hard to convince uh, uh, some young fella or young one to to pick up a whistle and get into refereeing if this is what they're looking at, despite the fact yeah. that it is rare. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, it's probably uh, less less rare all the time, and whether that's just because. You know, as Rory mentioned there, we're seeing apps being streamed or games being streamed on online and stuff like that. So we're seeing more of these incidents. Um, but it certainly is far too frequent. And, and like has been highlighted, you know, a very difficult job to try and convince young guys or young girls to get involved and stay involved with refereeing when, you know, relatively speaking, the, the help and support for them on the pitch is, is so minimal. It's so difficult to make the right decision 100% of the time. It's impossible to make the right decision 100% of the time. And then you're seeing repercussions like that for referees uh yeah. You know, when they have difficult calls to make or when there are mistakes made. I mean, it it suggests, Ashin, that there are just people who are taking the outcome far too seriously, doesn't it? I mean, you know, because we're, we're all used to, I was at a, a Camogie County final in Kilkenny at the weekend and certain decisions were made and maybe I shouted once or twice that the referee had made the <laughs> wrong decision and it... In, in, um, you know, in the heat of the moment, but it's it's one thing kind of shouting something out, blurting it out in the heat of the moment. It's quite another to scale over a fence, approach a referee, and push them to the ground. I mean, you've got time during that period to realise what you're doing is lunacy, and to continue doing yeah. it suggests that you've lost all perspective. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's like there's a couple of things on that, and look, you know, as you said yourself, I won't claim to always be innocent of never giving out a referee. I'm sure there's plenty of referees in the country that would would contract that statement very quickly but as you said there's a, there's a huge difference between you know emotionally reacting in a moment to a decision that's made on the pitch and then you know it's a, it's a whole world of a difference to get to the point of actually putting your hands on somebody who's who's refereeing then and not only is there time for that person to as you say hop a fence run across a pitch and think about what they're doing but you know you'd like to think there's plenty of time for somebody else to, to intervene um, and to, to physically stop them before they get anywhere near the referee you know I understand that that referee was kind of uh, protected as he was brought off the pitch, but like it should never come to that that you have to no. you have to use you know human protection around an individual who at the end of the day is doing is doing their very best in difficult circumstances. It, does does it happen? Do you think actually more often in the men's game rather than with Camogie or the LGFA, or, or is it maybe that we just see it less because maybe fewer of the games are on television, or or you know is is it genuinely happening less? Yeah, yeah, like it is. It it is difficult to say because, as you said, you know, we don't get the same the same coverage and the same amount of games streamed with the LGFA and Camogie. You know, uh, thankfully, I can say any game that I've ever been at or attended within the female section of Gaelic games, I've I've never seen anything to that extent. You know, and any of the clips that I've seen online or stories that I've heard about have all taken place in the men's game. So certainly, there is there is an argument there to be looked at as to whether or not it is something that's more prevalent in the men's game and you know if it is why is it and, and, and most importantly how can we counteract it uh, Rory I mean you know I, I kind of pointed out that this time of year is, is when we have these conversations about kind of violence to the GAA and, and it's 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 rarely about something that's quite clearly kind of assault shoving somebody to the ground a referee to the ground it's usually just the players amongst themselves 
having said that, uh, the, the remark is always made, we need to do something about this. Something will have to be done about this. We can't stand for this anymore. And then we talk about it again in 12 months. Yeah, and, uh, you know, we could have this conversation annually, Kieran. you know, and uh, actually I tell you the same. But look, it's coming to a stage now where there's a crisis in every county. There, there's some weekends where there's not enough referees to cover the games and games have to be staggered. Not staggered to accommodate the supporters to go and watch the games, but to accommodate the referee from getting to one at 11 o'clock, getting to the second one at 2.30, and, you know, maybe during the summer, a third one at 6 o'clock. And what happens there is the standard of refereeing you know, this improves all the do all the referees doing this for filling the fixture, getting they're getting the game on. You know, so there there there's a huge crisis. We've discussed this before. Mm. The GA really really have to try and do something about it. And it's something like this maybe that brings it to a head. But it, it is it is more prevalent the club game parish pump politics for you not know, kind of phrase. People get very very excited about it at an inter county game. You're dealing with hundreds of stewards all over the place it's much harder enter a field of play whereas we saw yesterday Leinster Club Football Championship not as many stewards lots of people on the field straight away after the game you know Well I, I assume as well reliance on fewer and fewer referees means that the quality of the refereeing over the course of the day deteriorates like if someone has been galloping up and down the pitch at, at, at 12 and another match at 2 by the time he's refereeing or she's refereeing a match at 4 o'clock she's probably doing it from between the 65s yeah, and in fairness, people that are doing it find it very hard to say no. And they say uh, one board, one underage board might say to the referee, look, if I move that game back a half an hour, can you fill in there at 10.30? The referee has already taken a game from the senior board that's on at 2 o'clock. And that could be a championship match, you know. But, mm-hmm. they, you know, it's, they, they feel so sorry for the, the underage board, you know, that they go and do the game. And you're dead right, Kieran. The standards of refereeing does disimprove. You know, I, I made it a I made it a priority to take one match maybe a weekend, and uh, when the kids started arriving in my house, that really was the thing. And I might have upset a few people in my own county that when I was refereeing inter-county football, I might have been in Nuri or I might have been in Armagh or Donegal. I definitely didn't referee any club match that weekend, you know. But it's got this situation mm. now where the club referee could do six games in a weekend easily, easily during the summer if you take Thursday, Friday, yeah. Saturday, Sunday. Uh, Tony's after saying the physical abuse might be rare but the verbal abuse is rife and it's almost always from the sidelines the worst of it not the players it wouldn't be a ref for love nor money uh, says Tony Martin in Galway uh, says uh, the culture of disrespect stems from player behaviour and it would never happen in rugby it always happens doesn't it my sport is better than your sport it takes very little time before that was, that's what the uh, conversation ends up being uh, Declan and Mayo uh, the club involved needs to be banned from underage to senior only when the sanction is harsh enough will it stop and I don't just mean GAA the same goes for soccer as well and somebody else points out that fighting and violence part and parcel it seems of Gaelic sports Alan he says I'm so happy my sons have no interest in Gaelic football or hurling they play plenty of sports but dodge that thug show Trouble every weekend across the country at kids' matches. Alan, I am sorry you have such uh, misconceptions about Gaelic games and that your kids uh, can't enjoy them. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.